Hey guys, welcome back. This is Monica. And Caitlin. And we're going to discuss a couple more chapters from A Better Way to Think by Norman Wright. So, you guys, go ahead. You know the drill. Grab a glass. To save your ass. And your sanity, y'all. So, uh, the first one that I kind of want to discuss about is The Gift of Imagination. Um, To me, this chapter kind of discusses... Uh, The difference between daydreams, fantasies, and imagination. It goes into detail on how daydreaming can positively and negatively affect your mental health and kind of how to recognize it for what it is. And sometimes, like, it points out how you rely on these daydreams, you know, when a situation isn't so pleasant. Um, I've also noticed that it kind of describes the imagery and fantasy that can unlock our creative side to help with our strengths and you know, find ways to solve issues as well as unblocking personal growth. I've also found that it defines how imagery starts and how it is used for good and bad and how our imagination kind of runs with the smallest things. You know, you got to retrain yourself and use your imagination for good and break that terrible cycle of bad habits. Yeah. I feel like there was a lot of information within that chapter. Um, I think it's crazy how, like, the imagination is something we would not even think as taking a toll on our daily moods or, like, our overall health, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it's a perfect example for people to, like, want to open up to learning about, you know, more self-care and, like, mm-hmm. self-help just because something like this so little can really affect, like, just how you see things, as I said. So yeah. it's really important, and I think, like, I'm ready to go into detail about some of those things. Yeah. So kind of going into how you said, like it, like this quote right here, it really stood out to me. Daydreams can help us harness our creativity, reach our full potential. And that's on page 50 of the last sentence of the third paragraph. If you guys are, you know, reading along with us, um, to me, that kind of just tells me like, hey, you know, we had this crazy idea, this imagination that we had at work, you know, we're just sitting here chilling at work and we're like, hey, let's start a podcast and look what we are doing. We're, you know, unlocking this potential that we have. You know, that just kind of stood out to me with that, you know, scenario. Yeah, I was reading through it and then on page 53 there's a sentence on there that really stood out to me that I even like highlighted in the book Mm -hmm. and it says fantasy can also be used to help heal our negative and toxic memories and free us from self-condemnation when used in a positive realistic way so basically what I got from that is you know we tend to surround ourselves with people and we kind of pick up on things such as like attitude or words or like just kind of sayings and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so I think like for our it's the same for our imagination Mm -hmm. for our imagination we what we're imagining tends to become what our life is going to be which is why we should filter to just imagine good things versus bad yeah I actually um had that as well on mine um, because it's just, you have to, you can heal your wounds by just positive thinking, positive imagination. And I mean, yeah, sure. It kind of sounds like, oh, live in the clouds, but 
you know, to someone who is negative, that's what it's going to sound like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the first time reading the book, that's what it, it I felt like, too. But you got to sit there and you have to open up your heart to this, you know. And for it to unlock those things for your true self, that's what I'm kind of on the road to doing. Like, I want to try to unlock my true self and my full ability to, like, to the higher power. Not necessarily, like, God or anything, but, like, what I feel I was born to do do and help with. I feel like there's a lot of that that we have to discover, which is why it's really, like... A lot of people kind of are closed-minded to learn about how to Mm -hmm. unlock those types of things, which is, it's fine, I guess. It's just, if you're wanting to know more and do more, you have to, like, do those things, research those things, Mm -hmm. and just try. You have to feed it. Um, There's a page on here. It's page 55. It's Mm -hmm. the second paragraph, last sentence. It says... And images we believe and reinforce eventually seep into the unconscious part of our minds, becoming part of who we are. Mm. That's deep. That's real deep. That, like, to me is just, that's something, again, something that's something to think about that you wouldn't even think would change your day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, I don't know. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Yeah, and then I also saw... um on let's see here on page 53 um fantasy can rescue us from drudgery or lead in the creation of a masterpiece the former serves as an escape the latter leads to an accomplishment fantasy can also be used to help heal our negative and toxic memories to free us from self you know condemnation and um, when used in a positive realistic way Let's cut that because we just talked about that. Okay. So, let's add a flag. Okay. So... I don't know. I'm going to add another flag because I don't know what to talk about anymore. Um, just, we could end it by saying... Um, just talk of, start talking about like what you think you'll start doing like after reading this chapter. So, pretty much, like, after reading this chapter, it kind of made me think of, like, positive thoughts, positive imagery, and positive reality. You know, we we have to guard our imagination and keep negative thoughts at bay to keep positive, uh, positivity flowing. You know, we have to stop, like, yes, we can have those negative thoughts, but we have to acknowledge them and tell them to stop. You're not welcome. Exactly. You know, just kind of like the evil spirits that, you know, we come into contact with. Like, stop. You're not allowed to be here. You need to go away. And it's kind of the same thing with your thoughts. Yeah. I think after reading it, this the one thing that... There's one thing that I gained the most is just that if you sit here and imagine yourself as being sad or, like, not getting where or having any future or any dreams or anything like that if you sit there and imagine that that's what it's gonna be Mm -hmm. so it's best just to imagine yourself being successful being happy and then obviously still practice it Mm -hmm. to become that but just day something so little like daydreaming like we have to perfect that Mm -hmm. um and then there's a part in the book that i also read where it says that 
regardless of you trying to be you know good and practice good imagery and good imagination like the evil is always going to try to like project switch the slides you know mm-hmm. you just have to be strong to like fight that you know mm-hmm. yeah I mean and you just have to like I said you have to kick those thoughts out it's just so crazy and you can't just sit there and like daydream all these good things and not take action on it exactly you have to take action on these thoughts and you know these pictures that you're putting in your mind you can't just sit there at like a dead-end job and sit there and say oh I'm going to be so successful but you have to take those steps to do it yeah you know and I we don't necessarily mean by like sitting there and imagining what you could be doing or what you should be doing or what you could have done to be here like don't Mm -hmm. imagine things like that like yeah that's toxic imagination But you gotta, you gotta keep it moving. Mm-hmm. You Somehow. gotta keep it yeah, moving. You just have to practice it. Yeah. Um, so the other um, chapter that I wanted to talk about, it's disarming toxic weapons in your marriage. And for me, this really stood out because, you know, it goes into how we tend to fall into the same patterns as our parents and family members when it comes to marriage and relationships. Um, you know, it also helps you recognize how, you know, the negativity that you have towards yourself can reflect onto your relationships, whether it's from your childhood, past relationships and friendships, just everything like that. Um, it also goes into detail about like different scenarios that occur occur and the alternative reactions and words that can be used to stop further damage um, to one another in the relationship. Um, you know, negative thoughts about the relationship and yourself or your partner, it it just causes so much tension within the marriage or, you know, your relationship. And it really talks about how you can reverse those thoughts and actions that come along with that negativity. You know, I, I catch myself doing this a lot. And, you know, not to put, you know, my parents out there or anything, but (laughs) It it really kind of does come from that, but they didn't know any better yeah. how their parents' relationship and how their parents and how their parents and how their... It's such a snowball effect, and yeah. you just don't realize it. And we tend to think, oh, my parents would never do that. My parents never did that. But then you sit back and think, like, wow... How do you expect their parents or them not to not do that? Like, yeah, they came from somewhere completely different, mm-hmm. obviously. And it just, every it's completely different just for everybody. Mm-hmm. I didn't have, like, a lot to touch on that subject just because I feel like relationships versus marriages are very much different. Not mm-hmm. necessarily, but I feel like relationships are just kind of obviously have a different meaning for a lot of people Mm -hmm. so taking advice throughout this chapter for some people they may be kind of like i don't a lot of people are standoffish to take like advice from people or things but i feel like this is a different kind of advice Mm -hmm. this is more of advice to help you stop having those toxic thought uh like thoughts within the relationship Mm -hmm. also like you said the whole thing discussing like you get a lot from your parents it's really true because you've been with that those people for so long then you you get in a relationship marriage whatever and you expect it to be this way and you get upset because it's not that way Mm -hmm. but how do you expect them to know they weren't raised that way you know Mm -hmm. 
So I definitely do think it's different between relationships and marriages, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I definitely understand the whole getting rid of the toxicness, the toxic words, the toxic, you know, you should do this or you should do that because, you know, you shouldn't do necessarily anything. You guys have to learn a new life together. Exactly. And, you know, like, it. this, to me, this whole chapter really, really stood out to me the most. Um, you know, um, this sentence in it, it says, In marriages filled with hurt, spouses often poison and wound each other with the words they use. And often they learn to speak this way by watching their own parents. And, again, I'm not throwing my parents under the bus, but... I mean, we're open and we're honest here. There were a lot of fights. And, you know, you just have to realize, okay, I am not the same as my parents. I don't want to continue like this. This is not what I want. Yeah. And you just kind of have to sit there and break that cycle, you know. And we can all do it. You know, um, there's another one that says words bruise and batter on the inside, like physical blows bruise and lacerate the skin. And I am the worst with names and stuff like that. I don't necessarily mean it, but the also the other person may believe it. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh my God, you're so dumb. I shouldn't be saying that, like, oh, my God, you're so goofy. I should say that instead, you know? And it's just, you got to cho- choose your words wisely. Yeah. I think it's the same with, like, toxic sentences. Like, I, mm-hmm. I do this a lot, and I try, whenever I read this chapter specifically, I was like, okay, maybe I need to reread this chapter because mm-hmm. a lot of the things that I would do that I would think it's actually funny and goofy, it's actually not. It's actually very toxic towards the relationship, you know? Everybody... Mm-hmm you know not everybody but most girls can sit there and say they have sat there and joked with their boyfriend like that they or fiance whatever girlfriend Mm -hmm. whoever it is that's your partner like they find something and they're just like oh like this isn't mine this must be your other girlfriend's like you know you think you're being funny Mm -hmm. which i mean yeah sure it could be funny but it's actually very toxic and i'm a victim of that i do that so much and i'm just like i shouldn't do that so I try to work on it and I think I have seen a little bit of improvement because mm-hmm. if you're constantly saying that as a joke, you're still putting it into your mind. You're still creating and just an image of him having another girlfriend. Yeah. And it's not the case. Like yeah. we've met each other's significant others and we know they would never do it. You can never say never though. Many I'm sorry, but <laughs> Okay. But it's not, but, re- it's not, it's not a realistic thought. Exactly. And it's not a healthy thought. No. So that's just something to completely cut out. Yeah. And, you know, that kind of goes into this next point that I really want to point out. Many spouses commit slander in their minds. This type of thinking generates both conflict and distance in the marriage or relationship. Um, what happens between couples is a reflection of what their inner workings of each person's mind and heart. Mm. So exactly like that. Like you're creating this thing. This slander in your mind. Oh well. Oh it must be your girlfriend's. Blah 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 blah. 
or because I do it too I'd be like um I don't ever remember saying that so you must have been talking to your other girlfriend or something like that exactly and it's it's funny like you're you're being sarcastic but then you repeat it so much and you're like so does he have another girlfriend? Because, again, this is not what I said, or I don't remember it. Exactly. Just because you don't remember it doesn't mean you didn't say mm-hmm. it. But that's a lot. Like, that's a, a lot of the times he's like, well, remember we went to go eat there? I'm like, I didn't eat there with you. And I'm like, I didn't eat there with you. I also have bad memory, so I shouldn't do that <laughs> because, like, I have really bad memory. So, like, I should not accuse him of it not being me or whatever. But, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, That really stood out to me because... I do it all the time, too, and I'm just, like, I I couldn't imagine, like, I cannot imagine what he's thinking or they're thinking whenever we say that Exactly. Dude, that's another thing. They're probably, they, they feel so bad. They're probably just, like, wow, am I, da-? Christian likes to throw in there a lot. Oh, am I not, you know, just jokingly, he'll be like, am I not doing enough to show you? But that's probably really how you feel. It makes yeah. me feel bad. But girl you're about to be married in a whole month this chapter like is just all you that's what i'm saying like that's why it stood up like stood out to me because it's just like i see myself doing some of these things and i'm like i'm about to marry this man i love him so much and obviously he loves me and he has has, you know put up with me this whole time and i just continue to you know in my head slander and you know make these stupid accusations in my head and not go through with them and like I just it's just a such a snowball effect that just just keeps adding up and I'm like Monica knock it off dude like Tabor's not gonna do any of that yeah and if he does you know I don't even know what I would you know how to cover up a murder right yeah, you know, I'm a true crime junkie, but still... Okay, but I think... FBI, don't listen to this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think the book is a very respective way to help call people out on what they have been doing. A lot of people can't come to realize that they're doing this on their own. Mm-hmm. It's mostly because you're hanging around somebody that's changing, you know, that way, or you read something, you're watching videos. You have mm-hmm. to have something that tells you what you're doing in your life whether it's a person a book a podcast whatever yeah which is why i'm glad we can like read these books and turn it into like a mini podcast for these people yeah and you know you have to be vulnerable to do something like what we're doing because we're putting what our thoughts and our you know relationships with not only our significant others, our parents, you know, our friends. Like, we're going to be talking about everything. This is just one book. Exactly. This is just Not one saying everything is going to be based off of a book, but we're just touching very, like, sensitive subjects that are not touched enough. Yeah. I think that's great. I love that for us. Yeah, me too. You know, because in a way, like, what we're doing is almost verbal abuse in a way. You know, that's how the book is kind of saying yeah not saying that we are abusive but it's a form of it form of verbal abuse yeah and you know what are like examples of like relationship verbal abuse like not like you're stupid or yeah is that no i mean that is okay no that is is, but not what this is book not what this book is saying like that's not what this book is about yeah it's just saying like you know 
it could start piling up to severe verbal abuse. And then if that person gets mad physically, you're in an altercation. And, you know, what if someone who's listening to this is like, you know, wow, like I see that in my partner, but he's taking it to the next level to where it's physical abuse, not it's not only just emotional abuse anymore. At this point, it's this just point. led up to, like, more issues. Yeah. and Such as physical. Yeah. And I just, like, please come tell me. Like, comment something. You know, there's websites. There's phone numbers that you can call. Like, if your significant other has reached that point to where it's not, oh, well, you're so stupid. And it's coming to the point where you're stupid and they're hitting you for something like yeah. that's not okay. we're just basically saying like what you're saying is it just it can start something as little as this that really matters and turn into something like that if you don't take care of it right away exactly yeah. and we're trying to nip things in the bud here we are girl girl snip snap Get my Glock out. Girl, oh my god. Okay, no. That's physical Sorry. abuse. <laughs> that is like almost murder. Let's not. Okay. Um, we don't have to cut that part. I just didn't mean that. I was just kidding. <laughs> but, um, you know, you just got to catch yourself, you know, and be active on assessing your thoughts and catch yourself when you start to see the negative tendencies that you have um, seen from the past. Past. Path. Past. <laughs> Hello. Um, whether it's, you know, from your parents or, you know, past toxic relationships or even your negative, you know, self-talk that you have, like it could, you know, stem from all of these things. Um, but you just have to learn to change those thoughts and learn from them and acknowledge how toxic they are and turn them around and just make them positive, be positive, stay positive, imagine positive. Yeah. Make it positive reality. Exactly. All the above. Yes. And, you know, I feel that if someone takes it to a physical level, they are kind of past the point of, let's make a change here. Like, they need to go get help. Help. (laughs) They need to go get help. And and understand. I know it's an understatement, girl. You're lost for words, huh? Yes, literally. <laughs> you know, but I just want everyone to know, like, this does not apply to physical abuse. Get the hell out of there. Don't stay there. If, nope. Whether it's a male or a female abusing you, get out. Get out. What's the number? Girl, you know, you can go online. They have a thing. I went on it myself. Not because my man's abusing me. I was like, wait a minute, this is not the way you tell (laughs) me something. No, 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 Not because my man's abusing me, but to do research. So I went to thehotline.com. So they have a thing where it will completely erase it from your history. Mm -hmm. And, like, you you just have to press a certain button and it will erase, like, that you ever went there. Like, it erases it. And, like, you can press a button to, like, help immediately. yeah. You can call 800-799-7233, or you can even text START to that number, and they'll be on it. They'll come help you. Like, I think that's helpful, because people out. often think they have to, like, call 911 and wait on the line and stuff yeah. like that. So, um, play it back. Y'all need to play that back and hear that number. 
Go ahead, do it. If y'all need to. If yeah. it's that bad. If, if not, it. like we're saying, the book is just applying to not physical abuse, but more so verbal abuse and yeah. verb like toxic habits and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So if it's physical, yeah. Girl, come talk to me, man. Come talk to me. And what else? Um, you know what? Just get the, just get the hell out of there. Hell out of there, girl. I mean, I'm gonna try and help you. You know, there are people out there that are going to help you. But yeah, physical abuse, absolutely not. Verbal abuse and you know, helping each other get better. There's a way around that. There's a yeah. Go to couples counseling or there's couples light therapy. at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. But that physical abuse, no. Nah. You better sister. Sister Sue. Ooh, no, ma'am. Or male Sue. Yeah. Brother Sue. Bro- brother Sue. <laughs> yeah, this makes Brother Bo. I don't know. <laughs> I just rhymed. <laughs> but anyways, um, you know, I came across this affirmation, actually. Um, I must find harmony within myself before harmony between another person can be possible. What that mean? Girl, what that means is love yourself before you can love anybody else. Shout outs to Mama RuPaul for that. Period. Period, poo. The fuck? Um, but no. You you have to find love in yourself before you can, you know, give love to somebody else. I felt that. Absolutely. Yeah. You can love somebody, even if you don't love yourself, but it's not gonna be the appropriate kind of love. Exactly. I'm glad we can touch on that. Yeah. That was a pretty point, heavy, heavy chapter, but I I want everybody to know that this is what we're here for. We're here to get deep and dirty. And solve issues. Exactly. So, at this point, I think that's all we can really... It's not all we can discuss in the book, but I think there's just no further more things that we should bring to the table from this book yeah i think we should just... because you gotta learn how to you know you gotta pick up that book oh yeah I pick mean, it up read it let's go buy it something it, it's okay on it's literally on amazon for like less than six dollars yeah there's no excuse i'm not taking any excuses nope but i'm glad we finished the book and i'm glad we found things that spoke to us yeah and we're able to share it yeah but this is all we sharing this is it because Y'all need to read it and get other tips from it. Because you never know what else is going to speak out to you. These are only things that literally have just spoke, like, stood out to us. Exactly. So there could be something else that you're struggling with that's in this book that we just haven't touched on, which I'm sure there is. Basically, the whole book stood out to me. I'm just not going to go through all freaking, how many freaking 200, 300 pages. It's okay. It's not that much, actually. But Yeah. I think there's, like, 12 chapters, but... You get what I'm saying. It yeah. takes time for someone to sit down and read a book. A lot of people get bored, stop, mm-hmm. go on social media. That's another topic, though. Again, we still have to touch on that topic. Yeah, but it's... It's a very easy read to me. You know, if you're willing and wanting to change. Oh, yeah. It's interesting. You will it, You will, hooked. yeah, hooked instantly. Like I said, I don't read books. Mm-hmm. But books like this, this is definitely what I started with. And I'm going to get other books. But, yeah. I mean, our podcast literally started from one book. That should tell you how powerful this book is. We decided to do a podcast based off of this. Okay, Norman, right. Way to go. A better way to think. Well, I mean, I think that's all we got for today. You know, definitely 
we need to be better on recording but hey we got busy lives we're and, starting out and we're here to thrive and you guys are going to thrive with us so just be patient and stay tuned cheers guys <laughs>